0: How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down onto the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. Thank you, Coralie, that was beautiful. Good morning. Today, we're looking at Psalm 133. Psalm 133 is a psalm written by David. David was chosen by God to be king and was full of the Holy Spirit. He worshiped and praised God and knew the power of living in the Holy Spirit. Yet he was also an adulterer who sent a woman's husband off to die on the front lines. A man and a king, flawed yet anointed by God. Psalm 133 begins, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. As Christians, we are called to be the dwelling place of God. And that place is good and pleasant. In Ephesians 2, 21, it says, in whom all the building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom you are also being built together into a dwelling place for God's people. We are being built to be the temple of God and a dwelling place together for God's Spirit. So part of our unity is spiritual, ordained by God. We are chosen by God, yet also we choose to obey Him, love Him, and love our brothers and sisters. He has called and will fit us together if we choose to allow him. Psalm 133 is full of symbolism, pictures and words that point beyond themselves to bigger things. It continues. It is like precious oil, poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down in the collar of his robe. Aaron was chosen by God to be the first high priest of Israel. At his consecration, the high priest symbolized unity. He bore on his breastplate the names of all the 12 tribes of Israel. So when the oil depicting the grace of God was poured on him, it flowed onto all the tribes. In the ceremony, the oil was poured on him as if it was poured on them all. Unity is like precious oil poured on the head, running down the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down upon the collar of his robes. This is one of those biblical images that grows and expands its meaning with every phrase and every word. Let's start with oil. Oil was a valued commodity in ancient Israel. It was used for cooking, moisturizing and refreshing. So comparing unity to oil is to compare it to a very good thing. But that unity that comes from God is not just like oil. It is like precious oil. The word translated precious here is the exact same word that was translated good back in verse 1. This is not any old oil, this is precious oil. It is excellent, agreeable and beneficial. It is good in God's sight. And it's like precious oil poured on the head. This is a picture of hospitality and refreshing. When you invite someone into your home today, you offer them a cup of tea or coffee. But in ancient Israel, you would offer oil for their head. The climate was hot, dusty, and oil on the head would be a welcome relief. But in our psalm, this is not just precious oil poured on the head, it's also running down on the beard. In other words, this is not just a little bit of oil but this is an oil poured out so richly, so fully, that it even runs down the person's face and the person's beard. The host is generous, gracious, not stingy at all. This phrase, running down, appears twice in verse two, and then it appears a third time in verse three, where it's translated as falling. In other words, God's blessing flows down on us from heaven. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father who does not change like the shifting shadows. Living together in unity is a good gift that is poured out from God. So, Christian fellowship, friendship, us choosing to be together, to live together in love, is like oil poured on the head running down on the beard. It is precious. It is refreshing, it is a gift from God, and God is generous with his gifts. He doesn't hold anything back. The fact that it is a special sacred oil that is poured out because of the implications of Aaron's consecration, it implies also that there is a special fellowship among Christians, unlike anything we experience outside of the church. Christian fellowship is unique because it is sacred, because it is fellowship that is united around Christ. It's another reason why Aaron is pictured here. Aaron was the high priest and the anointing of the high priest with oil connects the psalm with the previous psalm. Psalm 132, focused on God's promise of the Messiah, literally the anointed one. And so Aaron, the anointed high priest, points us forward to Jesus, who is our great high priest and the promised Messiah, the promised anointed one. So the fact that the oil is poured on Aaron's head points us towards Christ. The New Testament tells us in Ephesians 5 that Christ is the head of the church and that we are members of his body. Christ is the head and therefore our unity is founded in him. We are united with Christ and therefore we are united with one another. In many parts of the Bible, oil is used also as a symbol for the Holy Spirit. And God poured out his spirit on Jesus, the head. And Jesus poured out the spirit on his body, the church. Luke 4, Jesus tells us. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see and the oppressed will be set free. In our psalm, the anointing oil was a foreshadowing of the Holy Spirit. Just as the oil was poured from above and onto the head, of those appointed and those who are anointed. So the Holy Spirit is poured out from above onto the head of the church, our Lord Jesus Christ. So you and I are anointed too, not with oil, but with power and with the Holy Spirit. He sets us apart as his family and empowers us for God's use. The spirit of the Lord and the oil of anointing are directly linked. The oil of anointing stands as a physical representation of Jesus being given the gift of the spirit to perform the works of God in his service to mankind. Now, it is God who makes us both, makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership upon us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. You and I, we have the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a deposit because of the anointing that has been poured out on us for unity. In our Psalm, David also compared this unity of believers to the Jew of Hermon. Descends upon the mountains of Zion. So, more than 9,000 feet above sea level, Mount Hermon is by far the highest mountain in or near Palestine. It is perpetually snowclad, and the river waters from the main source and the melting rivers form the main source of the Jordan River. The snow on the mountain condenses the vapours during the summertime, and this condensation causes abundant dews that descend upon it while the surrounding territory is desert-like. So it's this beautiful, refreshing place in the middle of a desert. In fact, one of the tops of the mountains is called Abu Nedi or Father of Jew. Travellers have commented about the refreshing quality of this Jew-making process, that this Jew differs from ordinary Jew. The psalm knew what he was talking about. He used the Jew of Hermon to illustrate the refreshing quality of the people of the nation assembling to worship God. That as people of God in unity, we should be refreshing. And so living together in unity is like the oil running down on Aaron's beard and it's also like the Jew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. I was praying with a couple of lovely friends last week and one of them had a picture for me of a field of grass early in the morning covered in dew. And as I walked through it, my feet were wet and the dew soaked up into my clothes. As we are united under Christ, his spirit anoints us. And yet also it is there gently, gently, again and again, morning after morning. We only need to step out, and step towards him and he will refresh us and soak up into our very souls. The dew falls much more fully on the grass which thirsts, but it also falls on the stones which have no longing, but it is available to us all. So the psalm speaks of two very different mountains, as we've seen, Hermon to the north, but also Zion to the south. Hermon towering over the other mountains and Zion just a part of the range. But whereas Mount Hermon was cool and refreshing, Mount Zion was hot and dry. What an amazing thing it would be if the dew of Mount Hermon were to fall on Mount Zion. And that's exactly what's supposed to happen when we stand together in unity. Without God's blessing, without the Holy Spirit throwing through us, we are like the dry, arid land of Mount Zion. But God sends his blessing upon us like the dew of Mount Hermon. The Holy Spirit is the Jew available every day if we just choose to stand with God and soak him in. The fact that Hermon and Zion are united by the Jew in this image also reminds us that in the church, We are all one. It is a unity of the great and the small, the high and the low, the north, the south, all brought together. It's a unity that crosses all human boundaries and all divisions. In Galatians, it says, there is neither Jew nor Greek nor slave nor free, nor male nor female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter how high or low you are in the eyes of the world, or even in your own eyes. In Christ, we are all one and we have a special unity through him and the Holy Spirit. Unity is important. Christian unity is a gift from God that comes down to us from heaven through Christ, the head of the body, by the Holy Spirit indwelling us as believers. He lives in you. He lives in me, and there is nothing else like it on earth. For there the Lord bestows his blessing even life evermore. This verse teaches us two vital truths. One, God gives his blessing where believers live in unity together. And two, that living together in unity is a foretaste, a a shadow, an inkling, a glimpse of heaven. So first of all, God gives his blessing where believers live together in unity. Do you want God's blessing on your life, your church, your family, your town? Then you need to live in unity. Now, once again, this is not something we can do apart from Christ, not something that we can manufacture or make happen on our own. Only as we focus on Christ, the head of the body, and only as we yield to the Holy Spirit who is with us and in us, can we know the sweet goodness of living together in unity. But even through Christian unity, but even though Christian unity is a gift from God, we still need to live it out in our lives. We need to make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. We need to love. We need to apologise. We need to reconcile. We need to forgive. We need to stay right with one another. But there is a special place that God has guaranteed to put his blessing. And that is where believers are living together in unity. Where two or three are gathered in his name, virtually or in person then God will be with us and he will send his blessing. The more we focus on him, the greater our unity can be. When verse 3 says that God bestows his blessing there, the word translated bestows is literally the word commands. Where believers live in unity, God commands his blessing to be there. If we want to experience God's blessing, then we need to live in unity. And then finally, living together in unity is a foretaste of heaven. For there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life evermore. The Christian fellowship we experience through the Holy Spirit here on earth, as beautiful as it is, is only a foretaste of the perfect fellowship that we will share with each other in heaven. We read in 2 Corinthians, Now it is God who has anointed us and set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. And as dew gives life to the vegetation around it, so God's blessing also brings life. But unlike the dew which passes away with the morning sun, God's blessing lasts forever. Living together in unity is a foretaste of heaven. Living together in unity is good, is pleasant, and it's appropriate for us as brothers and sisters in Christ. As believers, we are united with Christ and we are filled with the Holy Spirit. Christian unity is God's gift to us, flowing down like precious oil on Aaron's beard, or rich dew from Mount Hermon. God pours out his blessing on his people as we worship him, as we pray to him, as we stand with him in unity. And we receive his blessing of life, life forevermore. As we come nearer to God in worship, God's blessing, comes down to meet us. And like that oil that flows on the beard or the dew of Mark Kerman, it reaches far beyond its point of origin and gives life to faraway lands, gives life to people outside of our church. God's generosity calls people to worship and in worshipping this God of abundant life and love, we become one family. What a great thing it would be if we could live together harmoniously. What things we could accomplish. What great pleasure we would have. How attractive. How attractive that would be. Unity under normal circumstances is hard. People aren't easy. Unity in this season. So much more so. But scripture tells us that we are one. We are the body of Christ together. He has given us the Holy Spirit. He's anointed us and we have come to him. And in that moment, he has deposited in our hearts the gift of the Holy Spirit, guaranteeing what is to come. He is in us and he is with us. We are anointed with the Holy Spirit. Not just a little, but he is poured out over us like precious oil, seeping down over our heads and onto our clothes. He is like a heavy, refreshing dune. We're stood with the Holy Spirit, covering our feet and soaking up into our clothes, into our very being, into our very souls. He offers this to us, even if we feel that we are standing in hot, dry, Difficult places. He is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. We just need to open up our hearts and let him in. Unity is a choice. But unity is also a gift. A foretaste of heaven. As we worship together, let's imagine that oil of the Holy Spirit pouring over us wherever we are. Allow God to anoint us afresh and let's give him those dry, arid, difficult places in our hearts and in our lives. And ask the Holy Spirit to soak into those places, bringing his refreshing, bringing his life. Let's pray. Lord God, we come before you needing more of you and your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we need you. We want to dwell in unity. We want to live in unity, to know that blessing that you have commanded, to have a real foretaste of heaven. We pray, come Holy Spirit, anoint us again, pour precious oil over our heads, over our lives, and give us grace with ourselves and with those around us, so we may live together well. Help us, Lord, to choose to stand in your presence, your presence that refreshes and brings life. We give you everything that we face that is dry and arid and difficult. We ask that in your mercy you would drench us with your Holy Spirit and you would drench these issues as well and that, Lord, we would see you bring life. We worship you, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father God. As you are united, bring, uni- bring that united sense, bring unity to us in our separation. Amen.